Thank you, Lisa. Wow. Our life is like a journey. A journey of faith, if you will. As Christians, this journey takes us to a final destination that is quite honestly beyond what anything that we could even imagine, beyond anything we could fathom. I'm talking about eternal life with God, with Christ in heaven. That's, that's our goal, right? That's what we're shooting for, to be obedient to him on this journey of life with our faith, so that in the end we're with him. But really, I don't think that we can even begin to comprehend what that means. See, when you, when you go on a journey, you leave one point and you arrive at another. Sometimes it's short, sometimes it's long. But hopefully, uh, your final destination, the place you want to be. Think about that for a second when we talk about eternal life. Forever. It's our forever home that we're aiming for here. And on this journey, I believe that it's important that we, no matter what, don't stop believing. It's easier said sometimes that we won't, we won't stop believing. But if we really want to be successful on this journey of faith, that's exactly what we have to do. Continue to believe, to be obedient, to follow the Lord. Now, with all that said, how many of you saw the eclipse this past week? Just about every hand should go up. Some of you may have had to to work and most jobs let out where you could go outside and check it out. We were real blessed here. We had like 15 or so people come to our little party uh, and we enjoyed the time of fellowship together. And I don't know what you all thought about the eclipse, but I thought it was awesome. Like, just, I really felt like I was seeing the Lord at work. Because this is all His creation. And to see His creation do something that magnificent. And to see how important it is, uh, the way our whole universe works. Because if just one thing were to get out of line, it could really throw everything off. And in this case, just the moon being in front of the sun uh, for a, a total uh, eclipse for just around here, what, a few seconds? Not even quite full. I want to say thank you also to uh, uh, my friend Rich Hoyer. He's the senior minister at Linden Christian Church in Louisville, Kentucky. He took this picture and some of the eclipse pictures that we'll see today. But it was awesome to watch that event. But I want you to imagine with me for a moment what ancient eclipses must have been like. See, the fact is, we knew that this was coming. We were prepared. We had parties. We had the glasses. We had the stuff set up. The kids at school had their, their parties and make sure you don't look at the sun. Uh, we knew. For a long, long time, we've known that this is coming. In fact, we know when the next one is coming, seven, eight years from now, uh, in a path just a little bit uh, northwest of here, I believe. But the ancient eclipses they may not have known can you imagine ancient men being out in the field when suddenly things started to change especially if they were in the path of totality can you imagine the fear that may have come over them of not understanding of having something totally unexpected happen right here in their lives and if only for a brief moment maybe even thinking that the sun would soon be gone forever 
Well, no matter how dark it may seem to those people during those ancient eclipses, and no matter how dark it may seem on our own personal journey of faith, we must remember that we cannot, we must not stop believing. We must continue to follow Christ on this journey. And when we do that, surely that destination will come one day with him eternally. But what about your faith journey? Is there dark times? Is there times in your life when things just really seem bad? Well, with our faith, hopefully, we can be prepared for some of those things. Because bad things are going to happen to each and every one of us. We're, we're not immune from that during our life here on earth as Christians. And we've got to be able to uh, be able, we have to be able to, to keep on keeping on. Following Christ through thick and thin, no matter what darkness we may come across. I made a decision after the eclipse today, because see, the fact is, in our lives, in our lives, once one part is over, we quickly move on to the next. The eclipse was over, it was said and done, and my next thing that I was thinking about was going to Cincinnati, because uh, the Cubs were in town, they were playing the Reds, and someone had given me free tickets. We were going to have a little father-son outing. Me and Levi were going to go on a little road trip. We were going to go and see our favorite team play uh, up back home and see mom and dad and, and eat some Skyline chili, of course. Really looking forward to it. So we started getting prepared. We went to the store and we got snacks. We got gas. We got our fuel, if you will. We had a good attitude going forward. We couldn't wait. And we were excited about what it may bring. But we also had some understanding. Because we knew that quite a few people had gone just west of here to see that eclipse in Hopkinsville. We knew that we could potentially run into a little bit of traffic, if not a lot of traffic. So we really prepared good. We had all kinds of snacks. We, we were set up. We, uh, were, we were ready and understood that this potentially could be a longer trip than it, than it normally is. What about your faith? We must go forward on our journey of faith prepared. Fueled and refueled with the good word, with our prayers. Having a good attitude. Excited. Folks, if you're not excited about your faith in Christ Jesus, what's wrong with you? Because we should be, shouldn't we? This is something that we should be pumped about and thrilled about every single day of our lives. And people should see it. But we also have to have that understanding that we may have trouble. That there may be problems. And because of that, we're going to be prepared. 1 Corinthians 16, 13 through 14. Be on guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous. Be strong. And do everything with love. See, if we're prepared to do everything in our lives with love, man, we should be ready to, to face any obstacle that may be in our path. If we're prepared in our lives to do everything with love and our faith in Christ Jesus, then we're prepared for sure. I think it's also important... To be prepared, you have to recognize what your source of strength is. See, your, store, your source of strength isn't just your determination. Your source of strength isn't because you worked out. Your source of strength is the Lord. I encourage each of you to have a favorite scripture. Have something that you can always think about. From God's word that will give you the encouragement that you may need in a time of fear or, or grief or despair. That will help you to recognize why you have a reason for excitement, for a good attitude, and for hope. 
couple of mine that many of you know. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. No matter what that journey may bring. Yes, you can with Christ. In Isaiah 41.10, don't be afraid for I am with you. Don't be dismayed or discouraged for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will hold you up with my victorious or my righteous right hand. See, whenever you put your trust in God, you've got to realize that he's got your back. And Maybe bad things happen. Maybe, maybe you run into traffic. Maybe. But God's still going to hold you up if you let him. If you let him. So recognize that, that source of strength. See, our journey, we've got to make the most of it. So me and Levi, we got on the road. We were ready to go. We headed up uh, the Natcher, hit the, uh, uh, the Western Kentucky Parkway. Uh, easy sailing, four or five miles. I'm like, Levi, maybe we beat all the traffic out of there. Maybe not as many people went to see the eclipse as they thought. Well, actually, in Western Kentucky, they believe that they might have had as many as three million visitors, if you didn't know, to see the eclipse. And about at the six-mile marker, heading towards Elizabethtown, we hit it. And it was bumper to bumper. I'm talking about a mass exodus like Western Kentucky has never, ever seen before. So what did we want to do? We wanted to make the most of this situation. We, we made up some games. We started counting the uh, different license plates that we saw. Uh, 28 states, actually 27 states in the, the province of Ontario, Canada, we saw. And uh, that was pretty cool to say. The least. We saw a bunch of crazy things. Now, I don't know if you all knew this or not, but there's not a whole lot of rest areas between here and Elizabethtown. Only a couple places to pull over. We knew that, but the rest of the world didn't. We had a lot of people pulling over on the side of the road and running into the woods, just to be quite honest with you. <laughs> and some that didn't run into the woods. <laughs> that was one of those times where I was trying to, look at that license plate over there, Levi. <laughs> True story. We also saw, this was, I had to share this because this was Levi's favorite. We were looking for uh, those custom license plate. This one we got a kick out of. CNT, SPLL, can't spell. Uh, we liked that one. But more importantly, we sang and we talked. Had some bonding. Maybe a reminder to put those games down, to put those phones down, to turn the TV off, to stop doing whatever you're doing and have that important time. And the people around us in traffic must have thought we were crazy or really liked the Beach Boys because we were singing it loud. It was good times. But what about your faith journey? You've got to make the most of it no matter what happens to you. You all have heard the saying, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. Philippians 1.11 says, May you always be filled with the fruit of your salvation, the righteous character produced in your life by Jesus Christ, for this will bring much glory and praise to God. Folks, always praise God. Always. It's got a great job on uh, offering... Today, you nailed it. This is part of our worship. Another part of our worship and praising Him is our behavior. That righteous character that's produced. That, that fruit of our salvation, if you will. When we behave in this manner, we are praising God. It is most certainly part of our worship. So praise Him. Folks, praise Him every single day, no matter what the circumstances. Be patient. 
Have kindness. Your conduct towards each other. All ways to praise God. And it takes patience. It takes a lot of patience. I think that we've got to remember always, no matter what our circumstances may be, that we are blessed. In fact, we're too blessed to be stressed. I love that saying. I love it. And I hope that you remember any time that stress really hits you. The fact is, we're too blessed to let it, to let it bother us. So what would normally be about an hour between here and Elizabethtown took us approximately three hours. And it definitely uh, made us a little sad because we knew we weren't going to make it back to, to Skyline Chile that night. But there's always tomorrow. Uh, the game wasn't till the next day. We were still going to make it. So we're just going to make sure that we're patient and remember that we're blessed. So we hit 65 North and the traffic opens up. It's four or five lanes through there, heading into Louisville. I mean, there's a lot of traffic for the time of night, but no big deal. It's flowing. And we hit 265, and we start going around Louisville, and it, the cars just disappear. It was like the, the parting of the Red Seas. Nobody was on 265. Wow, we've made it. Now, what happened next, though, was completely unexpected by me. I should have perhaps been a little bit smarter. We looked at the 28 different license plates from different states, there was quite a few from Pennsylvania and Ohio and Massachusetts uh, and New York. And guess what? They're all going the same direction I'm going, 71 North. And when we hit 71 North, once again, we found ourselves in the same mess, bumper to bumper traffic all the way to Cincinnati. And it was a little depressing, to say the least. We thought we were out of this current predicament. But no, these unexpected struggles in our lives. See, the fact is, those struggles that we expect, that we've prepared for, that's when our faith really shines, isn't it? It's those unexpected things that happen, those things that catch us off guard, that tend to really pull us away from our faith. Maybe that happens in our lives if the situation changes. For us, it was this traffic flow. When those things happen, you might feel helpless. You might feel stuck. You might even feel defeated in your life. But folks, you just can't let those struggles, unexpected or not, allow you to be diverted from that path of righteousness. 1 Peter 5, 6, and 9, 6 through 9 says, Humble yourself under the mighty power of God. At the right time, he will lift you up in honor. Give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. And then this next part, stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. Remember that your family of believers all over the world is going through the same kind of suffering you are. You're not alone. That's important for us all to remember, I believe. You are not alone. But stay alert. Maybe, maybe you can't expect every bad thing that might happen or might come your way. But stay alert with your faith to know that no matter what, you will continue to follow him and you will not stop believing. You know, I, I love this verse because it really kind of puts things in perspective for me that, that, that the devil he prowls around like a, a roaring lion. Now, if anybody's ever walked in from the parking lot back here and I've forgotten to put uh, my little dog away, his name's Wrigley, named after the field, of course, he'll bark at you. He'll, he'll, he's going to let you know that he's over there and that either he wants to play or he wants to bite your finger. I don't know which one sometimes. 
He's not going to bite you. It's easy. That's not what's described here, is it? No, that's not what the devil does. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour, to, to eat. How, think about how a lion hunts. First of all, stealth. Right? They hide. So whenever they attack that herd of gazelle, it's unexpected. And maybe even that herd knew that lion was over there for a while. But as it lied and waited in quiet, they forgot about it. And they became unprepared. Then that lion, what does it do? It pounces and it attacks. But think about this. Does the lion attack the strongest gazelle? It attacks the weakest It attacks the one that falls behind. It attacks the one who has had unexpected struggles and has been caught off guard. Folks, that's how the devil does us too. Which is why we got to make sure that we stand firm, that we are strong in our faith every day. Don't be caught off guard by stress, by grief, by despair, by heartbreak, aggravation, panic, loneliness, or whatever is burdening you, whether it's health or, or whether it's somebody else. We've got to understand that sometimes the, the, the things that hurt the most, that catch us off guard the most, are whenever someone we love is making bad decisions. And sometimes it's out of our control. There's nothing we can do to change that except for make sure that we are spiritually healthy. Don't let any of these things cause you to change your path. Stay on that path of righteousness. Scott used one of these verses earlier very appropriately. Psalm 34, 17 through 19 says, The Lord hears his people when they call to him for help. He rescues them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. The righteous person faces many troubles, but the Lord comes to the rescue each time. You just have to let him. You just have to be ready to call on him. Don't be afraid to ask God for help, no matter what your struggle may be. And it's our responsibility as we continue this journey of our faith to resist that temptation and to endure, no matter what it may be. Remember, you are going to be okay if you trust and obey. If you trust and obey. No matter what your situation may be, sometimes we have to remember these three things as well. We've got to realize, what's the problem? We've got to rethink what we can do in our own lives to be on that right path. And we've got to continue to resolve to follow him. Now you saw the picture up there of the store clerk. <clears throat> Levi and I, we knew that we were in a mess because this was going to take a very, very long time to get all the way up 71 north. But now we're on the side of Louisville where I'm a little bit more familiar with the area. So we pull off the road. I'm going to need another tank of gas. Usually it takes one to get up there. Today it's going to take at least two. And we go into a gas station that is crowded. Get some more snacks. Refuel a little bit. Take a breather. And there's a store clerk in there, a young man, working real hard that night, probably more busy than he'd ever been before on a Monday night. And as we get to the front, 
he, we said, hey, how are you? He said, hey, you know, uh, doing, doing the best we can tonight. It's kind of busy. And uh, we made our purchase and left. And he said, hey, you guys, be safe out there. And God bless you. That warmed my heart. What warmed it even more was when we walked out the door and Levi says, Dad, that guy was pretty nice in there, that guy. And I thought, wow, what an impact you can make with just a few kind words. Proverbs twelve twenty five says, worry weighs a person down, but an encouraging word cheers a person up. We all know that's true. Folks, help each other out. A store clerk helped us out. Maybe a friend will help you out. Spiritual leader. I've got a couple of friends that help me out numerous times if I need some encouragement. Joey Miner and Eddie Embry. Just to name a couple. Here in a little bit, we're going we're gonna to vote on these guys that are up for re-election. And I'm voting yes. And I hope that you do too because these guys are good leaders for us and they're doing a great job. Thank you, Eddie. And Joey's in the, at the beach this week. But uh, he knows how I feel about him. And I hope that you feel the same. Well, we're friends like that to each other, aren't we? We've got to help each other out. Someone that you're familiar with. Well, like I said, we are familiar with the area just a little bit more. So we headed over to the side road of 42 East. It was dark and it's not a road I would normally take in the middle of the night. But it got us home. And we avoided all that traffic. It was a friend to me that night by being there and being available. The same way that we should be there and be available to each other. You'll notice in our bulletin that on September 24th, uh, as well as Baby Day, we're going to have Bring a Friend Day. Be the best friend that you can be to somebody. You've all got someone in mind right now, I hope. If they've got another church home, I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about someone you know that doesn't have a church right now. We all need the Lord, but someone that you know specifically doesn't know him. Invite him to church that day. I'm challenging you. I'm encouraging you to do just that. Help him out. James 1.12 says, God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Afterward, they receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. If we endure, and if we help each other endure, think about this. We receive that crown of life. Once again, we're talking about something that we can't even begin to fathom. The awesomeness of it. So what do we say? We say in our lives, we're going to press on. Press that on button of your faith, folks. You are going to make it if you trust and obey. But we've got to give maximum effort. We can't just give half effort. We've got to be ready to make this journey of faith with all that we've got. To be fully convinced of what it is that we believe. 2 Corinthians 4, 17 and 18 says, Our present troubles are small. They won't last very long. Yet they produce for us a glory that vastly outweighs them and will last forever. So we don't look at the troubles we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on the things that cannot be seen. Let's focus on the prize. Let's focus on the goal. At that point, it didn't matter that we had faced all that traffic. Memories were made, sure. What matters is, What's our destination? Where are we trying to go? In our lives, with our walk in faith, guys, forget about tomorrow. Forget about yesterday. But let's focus on today. Let's focus on tomorrow. The fact is, our church is going to make an impact in this community this year and next year and for all foreseeable years. 
Let's be a part of that as we continue to grow together to reach the lost for Christ. See, as we press on, we must remember that we've got to rejoice. You're almost there. Victory awaits. Rejoice every single day of your lives. Because victory awaits. For me and Levi, we rejoiced that night. No, we did not get Skyline Chili on Monday night. But you know what was open? White Castles. And we got us some cheese sticks. But in the end, that wasn't our final destination. In the end, we made it to the game. And we had a good time. And our Cubs even won. But what about our faith journey? What happens in the end? Philippians 1.6 I am certain that God, who began the good work within you, will continue his work until it is finally finished. On what? On the day when Christ Jesus returns. Folks, what a glorious day that will be. See, in the end of that eclipse this week, even the ancient ones, in the end, the moon moved and the sun came back. And our faith journey, without a shadow of a doubt, in the end, the sun shines. Let's pray. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you. So very, very much for helping us to take this journey of faith, for helping us through those unexpected struggles and even the struggles we expect. Lord, help us to stand firm in our faith every day following you. Lord, we know that a better day awaits, that your victory that we will share in is right there. Lord, we know that we have work to do still, that we have a responsibility still to live that righteous life, to be obedient to you, and to tell others this most important news that they'll ever hear, that your son will come back, that he will shine. Lord, just now I ask a blessing on all those here today. There's so many, Lord, that I know are on the verge of, of making a decision to follow you, to give their life to you, to be baptized into you. I ask, Lord, today that you will move their heart, that you will give them the courage to go forward with this life-changing decision. Lord, this journey we're on, we know that we cannot succeed on it without you. But thank you for being our best friend that is right by our side. That's why in Christ Jesus' most awesome name we now pray. Amen.